to worship the name of the Lord tonight. Let's begin to glorify him. Let's begin to exalt his holy name. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's the ancient of days. Let's worship him. Let's exalt his holy name. Father, tonight we worship you. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you adoration, glory, and honor be unto your name. King of kings and Lord of lords, we worship you. We magnify your name. We thank you. We worship you tonight. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you all the adoration. Blessed be your name, O God. Lord, we worship you. We exalt you. We magnify your name. Blessed be your name. Adoration be unto your name. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you adoration. Blessed be your name, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. For somebody that knows that tonight is ease or a night, I want you to shout hallelujah. Let your hallelujah be louder. Shout hallelujah. I want you to say to yourself, tonight is my night. Tonight is my night of deliverance. Tonight is my night of liberation. The Lord will hear my voice tonight. The Lord will attend to my case tonight. If you know and you are sure, I want you to shout hallelujah. I want us to quickly go before God to go and ask for his mercy tonight. We are going to cry unto him and say, Lord, I'm here again in your presence. Have mercy upon me tonight. Answer all my prayers by your mercy. When you ask for the mercy of God, God doesn't turn down the prayer of mercy. It's a prayer that God answers speedily. It's a prayer that God answers with a detailed attention. So I want you to crown to God and say, Father, I'm here again in your presence. Have mercy upon me in the name of Jesus. Lord, be merciful unto me tonight. Be merciful unto me. I cry unto you for mercy. Let mercy prevail over my case tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord of heaven and earth, we are crying unto you tonight for mercy. Let your mercy prevail. Let your mercy prevail. Let your mercy prevail. Let your mercy prevail in the name of Jesus. Masuta likapa meto sotolia bagasilika polia. For every one of us on this prayer line tonight, let your mercy prevail in Jesus' mighty name. We are prayed. Quickly, before we go into the prayer for tonight, there are three prophetic prayers we are going to pray very quickly, very quickly, before we get into tonight's message and prayers. And the, the, the prophetic prayers are actually prayers that the Spirit of God gives me specifically for each Sunday to deal with some emergency situations or cases that we might be going through. And the first one tonight is we want to deal with failure. We want to deal with failure. 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 God is not the author of failure. God is not the, is not the originator of failure. If we are experiencing failure in any areas of our life, it is not God that is behind it. It is not God that is behind it. And that's why we are, going to, we are going to pray very quickly against that spirit called the spirit of failure. The spirit of failure. And the Bible was talking about uh, the book of Luke, Luke 21, verse 26. Luke 21, verse 26. Now, because of some of the things we are going through, the Bible says during the end time, Luke 21, verse 26, the Bible says men's art. We we fail them for fear. Men's art we fail them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the heart. You know, because of things coming on the heart right now, many people's art are failing them. And not only that, people. And when you begin to fail in your heart, you you will soon be manifesting failure in the physical. Failure starts from the heart. For example, you want to write an exam. 
and you already determine your mind that you will not pass that exam, you have already failed before writing the exam. So failure starts from the heart. Failure starts from the heart. And that's why we are going to pray against that spirit called the spirit of failure. It's a spirit that makes one to come short. The spirit of failure is a spirit that makes you to put effort into something without getting any result. I want you to lift up your voice tonight and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every spirit of failure trying to attack my success, every spirit of failure trying to pull me down from the place of glory, Tonight, I come against you. I command fire upon you tonight. Be destroyed by fire in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Spirit of failure attacking your business. Spirit of failure attacking your career. Spirit of failure attacking your marriage. Spirit of failure attacking your children. I want you to raise your voice against that spirit tonight and say, Tonight, I bind you and I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I command you to stop your oppression. You spirit of failure that want to join with us in this week. We bind you, we cast you out in the name of Jesus. We declare that this week there is no room for failure. In any areas of our life, there is no room for failure. In our spiritual life, there is no room for failure. In our marriage, there is no room for failure. In our career, there is no room for failure. You spirit of failure, we curse you tonight. If there's anything failing in our life, we command our spirit of failure to stop its operation. In the name of Jesus, every spirit of failure, business failure, career failure, marital failure, we bind you, we cast you out. In the name of Jesus, there is no more room for failure in our life. In the name of Jesus Christ, Melika Patusotolia Bagadailia, Makunde Libaha, every power that propagates failure. Tonight we command you to be destroyed by the fire in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I pray for somebody this week you will pass that interview. In the name of Jesus, you have been failing before now, but no more failure for you. In the name of Jesus. You know, there is a man called Esau in the Bible. Esau failed. I pray you will not fail in the name of Jesus. And that's why in Hebrew chapter 12 verse 15, the Bible was talking about, about Esau. He said, looking diligently, let any man fail of the grace of God. I pray for somebody tonight. You will not fail of the grace of God in the name of Jesus. In the aspect of grace of God, you will not fail. In the aspect of the favor of God, you will not fail. In the name of Jesus, let any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and thereby many be defied. Even failure can become contaminated. You can, you know, when you are working with many failures, when you are working with a group of failures, you, you, if you don't get out of that company, failure can be transmitted. I pray tonight, as many who are hanging around failure, Tonight, you are relocated in the name of Jesus. From failure to success, in the name of Jesus. You will no longer find your place among those who have, who have failed. You will no longer find your place among the company of the failures in the name of Jesus. Now, let's quickly get to the second point, second prophetic prayer for this week. We want to pray against the spirit of frustration. Frustration. When it comes to failure and frustration, they are almost alike. <laughs> but one thing about frustration is that frustration, with frustration, you get weary. You are trying to get something done. You are putting all your effort into it. But instead of getting to the end of it, it's like the, 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 the nearer you get to, to, to success, the farther away you are from success. That is frustration. That's frustration. And frustration is the spirit of the devil. You know, it, it is frustration that leads to weariness. Many people are weary because they have tried the same thing over and over again. They have used all the method that, 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 that has been recommended, they, and they keep, they keep failing. 
It's not that you are not making effort. You are making effort. You are following the advice. You are following the prescriptions. You are following everything the expert has given you to, to follow. But instead of that thing working for you, it is working against you. Frustration. The same method that you are using. Others have used it and it worked for them. But when it comes to your turn, that is when it doesn't work. That is frustration. No wonder in Galatians chapter 6 verse 9, you know, Paul was saying, he said, and let us not be weary in well-doing. Do you know it's possible to be frustrated even in doing good? You are, you, are, you, are, you are trying to be nice, you try to be courteous, you try to be polite, but things is not working. That is frustration. And that's why Paul says, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. I pray for somebody tonight, before your day of success, you will not faint in the name of Jesus. Every power making your effort to be wasted. Tonight I command that power is wasted in the name of Jesus. Power wasting your time, power wasting your effort, power wasting your energy. Tonight I command them to be wasted in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray. We are going to pray and say, Father, Every power frustrating my effort. <laughs> I want you to open your mouth up and pray that prayer very well. Every power frustrating my effort. Every power frustrating every input I'm putting in into areas of my success. Tonight, let your fire destroy them. In the name of Jesus. Power causing weariness. Power causing frustrations. Tonight be destroyed. I want you to open your mouth and pray that prayer very well. Pray that prayer very well. Pray that prayer very well. That prayer is meant for somebody tonight. If you can pray, God will put an end to frustration. Whatever is frustrating your effort, whatever is defiling your effort, tonight God will deal with it. In the name of Jesus, we come against you spirit of frustration. Be destroyed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Lord, let things be smooth for us. In this new week, let things work together for our good. In the name of Jesus, we shall not be frustrated. Every input into our area of success, we yield a result. In the name of Jesus, every power wasting our effort, every power wasting our energy, every power wasting our input, tonight we command judgment of God against you. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. I pray for that sister, that mountain before you, that you keep climbing and climbing and, and, and falling down. And as a result of that, you are frustrated. I command that mountain to be leveled up now in the name of Jesus. Leprusatalia Gabasidia. I command that mountain to be leveled up in the name of Jesus. Cross over to your place of success. Cross over to your place of success in the name of Jesus. That wicked spirit of frustration that wants your input to be for nothing, that wants your input not to yield any result. Tonight, fire of God is coming upon that spirit in the name of Jesus. This week, whatever you lay your hands upon, you will succeed in the name of Jesus. You will not fail again. You will not be frustrated again. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Not totally because of our time, the third, the third aspect of the prayer is we want to pray for fruitfulness. 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 When you deal with the spirit of frustration, when you deal with the spirit of failure, the next thing you begin to experience is fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. And that, no wonder God, when he, was talk, when, 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 he, when he created Adam and Eve, that, that, that was one of the words that God used in blessing Adam and Eve. According to Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. The Bible says, and God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful. I take that word and I'm applying it to you. This week, go and be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Say, be fruitful. If there's any area of your life where you have been experiencing barrenness, tonight we cause barrenness in the name of Jesus. We cause that spirit of barrenness in the name of Jesus Christ. Be fruitful in the name of Jesus. That's the first thing God said, God said unto them. He said, be fruitful. 
and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. Before you can before before fruit can grow or before fruit can manifest, it means uh, some seed need to have been planted. And I'm praying that this week every effort that you plant as a seed, it will yield fruit for you in the name of Jesus. The book of Genesis 28, Genesis 28, verse 3. You know, God Himself pray, you know, he, 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 he proclaimed fruitfulness upon Isaac. Genesis 28, verse 3. And God blessed thee. I mean, I'm sorry, this was Isaac. This was actually Isaac blessing Jacob. And God Almighty blessed thee and make thee fruitful and multiply thee that thou mayest be a, multi, a multitude of people. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray this week. We are going to crown to God and say, Father, as I go in the journey of this week, let me be fruitful in everything I lay my hands upon. Let me be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Spiritually, I want to be fruitful. In my career, I want to be fruitful. Lord, let me be fruitful. Open your mouth and begin to pray that prayer. Lord, let me be fruitful. I will not be frustrated again. I will not fail again. This week, I will be fruitful. This week, I will be fruitful. This week, I will be fruitful. In the name of Jesus. Spiritually, I will be fruitful. Even in the knowledge of God, I will be fruitful. In Jesus' mighty name. We are praying. Colossians chapter 1 verse 10, Paul was praying for the church at Colossus. And he said that he might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work. This week, I pray, you will be fruitful in every good work. In the name of Jesus and increasing in the knowledge of God. I pray for somebody in this week, you will experience God in the name of Jesus. You will see God face to face in this week in the name of Jesus. Almighty Father, we thank you for answer to our prayer. Lord, we give you praise and we give you honor in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. If you know that God has answered that prayer, I want you to shout hallelujah. Very quickly, I want us to go to the book of Matthew chapter 17. I want to run very fast because we have so much to cover and we are limited by our time. But God is not limited by our time. You know, God operates not by our time. No wonder the Bible says a day before God is like a thousand years before, our, before, before us. A day before God. So God is not limited by time. Matthew 17. I want to read from verse 1. Now, after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and led them up on a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make here three tabernacles, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. And while he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were greatly afraid. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise, and do not be afraid. And when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. Now, as they came down from the mountain, Jesus commanded them, saying, Tell the vision to no one until the Son of Man is risen from the dead. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So today I want to just uh, continue from where we stopped last week. We are still praying on the manifestation of the glory of God. But when we talk about the glory of God, there are so many things. You know, this is a topic we cannot exhaust it. It will take us personally to experience the glory for us to have a better understanding of it. 
And my prayer is that this week, or even starting from tonight, we shall begin to experience the manifestation of His glory in our life in the name of Jesus. Now, Jesus Christ Himself, before this event took place, Jesus Christ Himself also prayed that prayer. And that's why I said prayer is very important. If we are to experience the glory of God, prayer is very important. In John 17, verse 4, John 17, verse 4, Jesus Himself prayed to we know for this glory to be manifested and God answer him. And if God answer him, he's going to answer us too tonight in Jesus' name. He said in John 17 verse 4, he said, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. So before Jesus Christ came, for his ministry assignment on earth, he was embedded with the glory of God. There was a glory that was over him in heaven. There was a glory that was over him in heaven. And that was the same glory that John was talking about. You know, when John saw the appearance of Jesus in the, in the book of uh, Revelation chapter 1 verse 14, the Bible says his head and his ear were white like wool, as white as snow. And his eyes were as flame of fire. That was the glory of God radiating around Jesus. So, and that was the same glory that Jesus wanted to reveal to his disciples. Because when, throughout the time when Christ was operating on earth, he never manifested his glory to them. He never manifested his glory to them. That was the first time. And he, and he only manifested it to limited number of his disciples, not to every one of us. I mean, not to every one of them. Now, I want to tell us tonight, for as many of us who are ready, just like Peter, James, and John were ready, to see that glory. God will manifest that glory to us in the name of Jesus. So what I'm saying is that Jesus prayed for that glory to be manifested, and God answered him. He manifested that glory on the month of transfiguration. And when they saw it, there are so many things there was there that, that we, we have prayed about last week, and I'll just lead us in some of the other prayers about the component of the glory that was manifested. So, so, so apart from the fact that we, we, we shared so many things last week, the, the, the other things that manifest when the glory of God shows up is the light. Light. Glory always comes with the light. Glory always comes with light. And whenever there is light, darkness cannot manifest itself. No wonder in the book of John, chapter 1, verse 5, John, chapter 1, verse 5, the Bible says, And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. One thing that the glory of God brings into our life, it brings a light that darkness cannot comprehend. Can you imagine the kind of life you are going to live if you are surrounded with light all the days of your life? Which means works of darkness will not be able to manifest in your life. Which means darkness in any form, in any shape, will not have its way in your home. So glory also brings with it light. Light. And when we talk about light, we are, we are talking about what gives us direction. When we talk about light, we are talking about what gives us delight, what makes us to, to have a pleasant experience. Because darkness is not good. You know, if you close your eyes as we are talking right now, just close your eyes for five minutes and tell me what you see. Darkness is confusion. Darkness is not good. Now I'm praying tonight that by the power of that light that comes through the glory of God, every darkness in your life, every darkness in your home will vanish in the name of Jesus Christ. If there's darkness where the enemy is hiding to operate in your family, that darkness will vanish tonight in the name of Jesus. So light comes with the glory of God. And that was the light that Paul saw in Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9, verse 3. The Bible says, And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. That light is just the exhibition of the glory of God. It is, it is the exhibition of the, what? of the glory of God. The glory of God brings light. Isaiah chapter 60. 
Isaiah chapter 60, the Bible says, Arise, shine. Arise, shine. Can you see that? It's a comma. Arise. That's the first thing you have to do. Arise, shine. For thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is what? Is risen upon thee. So, glory brings with it light. Light that darkness cannot comprehend. Look at verse 2. For behold, the darkness shall cover the heart. As we are talking right now, the darkness of coronavirus has covered the whole heart. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people have died. And millions upon millions of people have contacted this disease, this virus. Many have, many have been hospitalized. Thank God many, you know, many came out of this disease, of this virus. Many were healed. Many were cured. But there are still millions and millions of people who have contacted this disease because darkness covered the earth. But look at what God promised us. He said, and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. I pray for you. In this period of pandemic, when people are dying left and right, the glory of God will be seen upon you. In the name of Jesus Christ. The light that will swallow up every darkness of coronavirus will manifest upon you. In the name of Jesus. So glory brings about, it brings with it light. It brings with it light. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 3, Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 13, I'm sorry, Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 13, the Bible says, Then I saw that wisdom excelled folly, as light excelled darkness. Light excelled darkness. You cannot compare light and darkness. And Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 7, 11 verse 7, the Bible says, Truly, light is sweet. And a pleasant thing it is for the eyes to behold the sun. Light is sweet. I pray God will bring sweetness into your life. In the name of Jesus. And, and Paul, you know, Paul was talking about his experience about the light he saw in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 16. He said, Who only has immortality? When he was describing God, he said, Only God has immortality dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto. Because of the glory. In fact, by the time we get to heaven, in Revelation chapter 22 verse 5, Revelation chapter 22 verse 5, the Bible says, And there shall be no night there in heaven. There shall be no night. If you remember very well in Psalm 30 verse 5, the Bible says, Weeping may endure for a night. Which means, what the Bible is saying is that when we get to heaven, there is, no, there is not going to be any, any period for weeping again. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm praying for somebody tonight because of the light of God that will shine upon you. You will no longer have any night of weeping again in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. There shall, there shall be no night there because people only weep at night and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord giveth them light and they shall reign forever and ever. Your time to enjoy the light of God has come. In the name of Jesus. Then another thing that comes with the glory of God, before we go to the next point, is the glory of God will let you see the face of God. And whenever, whenever any man sees the face of God, you have, you have come in contact with the favor of God. And that's why Moses in number, 20, number chapter 6, from verse 20 to 21 of 20 to 20, 22, rather. You know, one of the prayers that Moses prayed for the children of Israel is that may the light, he said, may, be, may the face of God shine upon you. When the face of God shine upon a man, it brings about uncommon favor. And no wonder in number 12, verse 8, number 12, verse 8, and the God confirmed by himself, he said, with Moses, I have spoken with him mouth to mouth. And Exodus 33, verse 11 Exodus 33 verse 11. The Bible said, the Lord said, I have spoken with Moses face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend. And Deuteronomy 34 verse 10. Deuteronomy 34 verse 10. The Bible said, there has never risen a prophet like Moses whom God know face to face. I'm praying that after tonight, God will know your face in the name of Jesus. 
And the only way God can know your face is if you are a man or a woman of prayer. Yes, if you are always in his presence, God will know your face. Because Moses spent more time in God's presence, God knew his face. God knew his face. And thirdly, another thing that comes to the glory is the divine presence. Divine presence of God. It comes with the glory. Divine presence of God comes with the glory. <laughs> I'm talking about heavily manifested presence of God. Psalm 16 verse 11. The Bible says, Thou will show me the, the path of life in thy presence is fullness of joy. And at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. When you are in the presence of God, there is no longer pressure. You are no longer going to experience anything called pressure, but you are going to experience what is called the pleasure of God. Pleasure of God. And that's why Moses in Exodus 3 verse 14, you know, if, you know Exodus 3 verse 13, he said, if your presence will not go with us, do not carry us from here. And Exodus 3 verse 14, God responded back to Moses and said, my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest. So in this wicked world that we have, what can give us rest, what can guarantee our rest is the presence of God. The presence of God. I pray God will give us understanding in Jesus' name. Now, because of our time, uh, we, 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 uh, let me just give us two more points and then we'll go and pray. Apart from all these all this points I've mentioned, they are, just, uh, they are just validations, things that validate the glory of God. Validations of the testimony of His glory. These are things that validate his glory of, the glory of God. But from our text, that we read in Matthew 17, there are other two things that we saw. Apart from the fact that we saw the validation of the glory of God, there are other things that we see from that text. And that is what, we are, we are, that is what I want to give to us, and then we'll go and pray within the next three to five minutes. The other thing that we saw is the Bible mentions something about vision. 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 At that point, when Peter... And John and James were in the presence of Jesus. The Bible says they saw Elijah and Moses. Now, that was, it, was, it was in form of a vision. Because when, when that incident occurred, what God did was that God suspended the human laws. Human laws were suspended. And that was why Peter said, it is good for us to be here. Because, you know, it, it was so comfortable. And that's why sometimes when you, are, when, you are, when you are praying and the glory of God come down into where you are praying, you will discover that you will have prayed for like four hours, five hours, and it will just be as if you have prayed for maybe two minutes or five minutes. But by the time you take, check your clothes, you might have prayed for five hours. Because... There is, a, there is a nature around you that God has suspended. And that was what happened to Peter and James and John. God suspended the natural law. And Peter felt like he was already in heaven. We can enjoy heaven on earth as Christians through the glory of God. When the glory of God, you know, when we begin to swim in that glory, when we begin to, you know, you know dwell in that glory, it will be as if we are already in heaven. Even though there may be things happening around, around us, even though there may be circumstances that are negative or things, bad news, all kinds of things going on, but in our home world, it will be as if we are in heaven. Heaven on earth. And that was why Peter said, I don't want to leave this place again. I want to just stay on this mountain. I don't want to go down to the valley again. I just want to stay on this mountain. So you see, there is a way we can enjoy God's presence to the point that we don't, want, we don't even want to go out. You turn off your TV and say, you know what? I don't even want to watch the TV. I don't want to hear the news. I just want to be in God's presence. That is what we are talking about, the glory of God. So, so there was a vision that they saw. And Bible says in that vision, they saw Elijah and Moses. As I explained to us, Elijah represents the law. I mean, represent the prophet, both the major prophet and the minor prophet, and Moses represent the law. So what the vision they saw is, is that God was trying to let them know that Elijah and Moses, they represent the law and, and, and the prophet, the, their fulfillment is only in Christ. 
They are fulfilled, and that's why Jesus Christ, I mean, God told them, hear him. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Hear him. You have been hearing Elijah, you have been hearing Moses, but now the focus is on Jesus. Hear him. Not Elijah, not Moses anymore. Yeah, because Moses and Elijah, they were ordinary men. In fact, they were so much respected, and that, no wonder God did not allow the children of Israel to know where Moses was buried, because they would have been worshipping it by now. Elijah, you know, God took him to heaven. And if you look at the two of them, you know, the, 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 the two of them represent the, the, what will happen to us when the rapture takes place. For example, if you die before, mostly represent those that will die before the rapture, which means God himself will take them, will take their body to heaven. While Elijah represents those that will be raptured, those that will, that will be raptured alive, if we are if we're to be alive when the rapture takes place, Elijah represents those that will be raptured. And that is to let us know that rapture is real. And that was one of the reasons why God made those two people to come to Jesus. And the Bible says when they came to Jesus, they were discussing with Jesus about his disease, that is, about his exodus, about his exit, things that Jesus will go through before he leave this earth. They were consoling him, they were giving him comfort, they, they were encouraging him and speaking words of comfort to him, to prepare him for his burial and for, for the crucifixion and also for all the, all the challenges, all the trouble ahead. So rapture is free. Rapture is real, and death is also real, and heaven is real. Heaven is real, and, and, and this is the time we need to prepare our, 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 ourselves for heaven. As Christians, we have no time to waste. Every day we should be preparing for that, our home, for that blessed home, for that, for that blessed city that is awaiting for us in heaven. We should continue, we should not stop. We, we should keep laboring and working towards that place called heaven. And I pray that God will take us dead in Jesus' name. Then lastly, the last thing that we saw in that passage was that the Bible says there was a voice that came. There was a voice that came. Whenever there is a glory, when, 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 when glory of God manifests, it will make it easier for us to enjoy voice of God. We begin to hear God very clearly. Very, very clearly. God always speaks when His glory manifests. Voice. There was a voice from heaven that said, This is my beloved son, in whom I'm well placed. Hear him. And every one of them had a voice. John had a voice, Peter had a voice, and James also had a voice. They all had the voice. I'm believing God that from tonight God will open our ears to begin to hear his voice in the name of Jesus Christ. And if there's anything that has been used to block our ear. Tonight, those things are broken. Those things are removed in the name of Jesus Christ. So I want us to pay attention. Because we, some of us will begin to hear the voice of God very clearly. Very, but what I want to encourage us is this. Whenever God tells us to do something, please make sure you do it. The reason why many people are not enjoying the voice of God is because God knows ahead of time that whatever he tells them, they will not do it. So, so what is the essence of talking to you? If you will not do what I want you to, to do, I would rather keep quiet. If I know that you will not even obey me, if I know that you always want to do what you have in your own mind, then I would rather keep quiet. And that's why many people are not enjoying the voice of God. But the moment we make up our mind that we are going to obey his voice, no matter what, we discover that God will begin to speak to us very, very clearly. And lastly, as we round up, before we start to pray, According to Isaiah chapter 6, <laughs> one thing that we need to understand when it comes to the glory of God is that <laughs> only those who are holy can enjoy the glory. Only those who are holy can enjoy the glory. And that's why in that book of Isaiah chapter 6, you know, the Bible says God is Christ only. Or if you look at verse 3, and one of the angels cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Look at that. Holiness and glory. Holiness and glory go together. And that's why in the book of Romans chapter 3, verse 23, the Bible says, For all have sinned, and what? And 
come short of the glory of God. The more we put, the more we commit sin, the more we go deeper into sin, the more we come short of the glory. So which means if I want to excel in the glory of God, if I want to enjoy the manifestation of the glory of God, then I need to what? I need to run away from sin. Sin is the only thing that will make the glory of God to fade and fade and continue to fade or for us to come short of that glory. But the moment we stay away from sin and live a life of holiness, allow God to walk in us and walk through us and allow God to abide in us and dwell in us, I'm telling us, the glory will, will shine brighter and brighter. And anywhere we go, people will begin to see that glory up, upon us. I pray that the grace to, to walk in holiness, God will grant unto us in the name of Jesus. Now, because of our time, I want us to go and pray. <laughs> I just listed all these points so that we can have, you know, we can have all the points we are going to be praying about. Now, the, the, the first prayer I want us to pray tonight is I want us to ask God to shine His light upon us. Because many of us, there are dark spots in our life where the enemies are hiding to operate. And that's why we keep praying. I don't know what is going on. I don't know what is going on. I'm confused. I don't know what, I don't know what is happening. I don't know. It's because there are dark spots. There are dark spots. So I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, tonight, shine the light of your glory upon my life and let every darkness disappear. Every areas of my life where there is darkness, let the light of your glory shine upon it, upon it. Let every darkness in my life be swallowed up by your light in the name of Jesus. Let's begin to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, tonight we pray that you will shine the light of your glory upon us. In the name of Jesus. Because whenever your glory manifests, light comes with your glory. The light that cannot be comprehended by darkness. Lord, tonight, let your light shine upon our life. In the name of Jesus, every manifestation of darkness, let it be destroyed. In the mighty name of Jesus, let every works of darkness be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, Lord, shine your light upon us. Shine your light upon our family. Shine your light upon our family. Shine your light upon our career. Shine your light upon our relationship. Shine your light upon, upon our marriage. In the name of Jesus, we command every darkness to disappear. Every darkness that is giving the enemy legal ground to operate in our life. We command that darkness to disappear tonight. In the name of Jesus, let there be light in our home. Let there be light in our career. Let there be light in our marriage. Let there be light in every area of our life. We command your light to shine. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. We are praying. Tonight I pray. Every works of darkness in our life is destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. I say it again. Every works of darkness is destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. Any power hiding in the dark to operate against your family, to operate against your finances, to operate against your comfort, tonight I command the light of God to swallow them up in the name of Jesus. Works of darkness is destroyed in Jesus' mighty name. Now, I want us to pray the next prayer point. We want to pray that God will shine His face over us. We want to pray that God what? God will shine His face over us. It's very, very important. If we are to enjoy uncommon favor, we need God to shine His face over us. We need God to look at look at number number chapter six verse twenty six. The Bible says, "The Lord lift up His countenance upon thee and give thee peace." When the Lord shine His face upon us, not only are we going to enjoy favor, we are also going to enjoy His peace. I want us to cry unto God and say, "Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to see Your face in this week." Let your face shine upon me. Let your countenance be lifted up unto me. And let your face shine upon me. I want to enjoy uncommon favor. I want to enjoy the peace of God. Lord, in this week, let your face shine upon me. 
In the mighty name of Jesus, let your countenance be lifted up unto me. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your face shine upon me. In the name of Jesus, let your face shine upon me. In the name of Jesus, let your face shine upon me, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your Let your face shine upon your God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, lift up your countenance unto me. In this week, let your face shine upon me. I want to enjoy uncommon peace. I want to enjoy uncommon favor. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Before we leave that prayer, I want us to pray one more prayer on, that, on the face of God. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, let me see your face. I want to see your face. Moses prayed that prayer. Although in the Old Testament, because Moses represented the law. And there is no man that will follow the law and get to heaven. No man. And that's why Jesus Christ came to fulfill all the law. Jesus came to fulfill all the law. If, if you read the book of Romans chapter 8 from verse 1, the Bible says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. So Jesus is the is one that helped us to fulfill the requirement of the law. And that was why it, it took the grace of God for Moses to make it to heaven. And that's why there's no man that will follow the law to get to heaven. We need to follow the grace. And grace, Bible says grace and truth comes through Jesus Christ. I want us to pray <laughs> and say, Father, I, I go in this week. I want to see your face in every area of my life. I want to see your face. <laughs> For those that can pray that prayer, I want, you to, I want you to know that when God, when you, when you see the face of God, when people see your face, they see God. And let me repeat myself. When you see the face of God, when people see your face, they see God. That was the same thing that happened to Stephen. Stephen that was stoned to death in, in, in Acts chapter 7. Look at, what, look at what the Bible said about him. The Bible says when people saw his face, his face was like the face of an angel because Stephen saw God. Because Stephen what? He saw God and his face was like the face of an angel. I want us to pray and say, Father, this week let me see your face. I want to see your face. Manifest yourself unto me. In the mighty name of Jesus, manifest yourself unto me. Lord, manifest yourself. Let me see your face. Let my family see your face. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to see you. I want to see your face, oh God. Let me see your face. Let your face shine upon me. In the name of Jesus. Lord, every one of us on this prayer line, Lord, let us see your face. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I pray for you as you go in this week. When people see you, they will see the face of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Nobody can reject God. Nobody can say no to God. If you have been rejected before, from today, when people see your face again, Malipakosotaligaba, they will see the favor of God on you in the name of Jesus. And I, I'm praying for as many who have been misidentified. Maybe the enemy has given you a wrong identity. Wherever you go, people always mistake you. People always see you in a different way other than the way they should see you. I pray that from tonight, wherever you go, people will see the face of God on you. In the name of Jesus. You will no longer be misidentified. In the name of Jesus. Every tag, every negative tag that the enemy put upon your face that make you to be misrepresented. Tonight, that tag is removed by fire. In the name of Jesus. 
I pray that wherever you go, the grace for acceptance is coming upon you tonight in the name of Jesus. The grace for acceptance, receive it tonight. Receive the grace for acceptance in the name of Jesus. It is done. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I want us to quickly pray for the presence of God. That is part of the component of the glory, the presence of God. The presence of God. Uh, you know, Moses, in, Moses prayed for that presence, and God told him in Exodus 3, verse 14, he said, my presence shall go with you, and I will also give you rest. I pray for every one of us, in this week, we shall enjoy the rest of God, in the name of Jesus. And every trouble, every trouble, every pandemonium in our life, that is disturbing our rest. That is disturbing our peace. We command them to cease now. In the name of Jesus Christ. I want us to pray. And say, Father, as I journey this week, as I go in the journey of this week, let your presence go with me. Let your presence envelop me. And let me enjoy your rest on every side. Put an end to every trouble in my life. Let me begin to enjoy your rest. Divine rest that go with your presence. Let it be my portion. In the mighty name of Jesus, let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Lord, let your presence envelop me. In the name of Jesus, the presence of God. That is the only thing that can give us rest. The presence of God is the only thing that, that, that can quiet every trouble, that can quiet every storm. We want to enjoy divine rest on every side. We want to enjoy divine rest in our family. We want to enjoy divine rest in our career. Father, let your presence go with us. Let your presence be manifested in our life. In the name of Jesus, even when we go to sleep at night, let your presence envelop us. In the name of Jesus, Masunda Ligaba, every war, every trouble, every challenges, every affliction, every storm disturbing your peace, disturbing our rest. Tonight we pray, let them be quieted in the name of Jesus. Lord, deal with those challenges. Lord, deal with those trouble in the name of Jesus. Let there be rest. Let there be rest on every side in Jesus' mighty name. We are praying. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I pray for you. You will begin to enjoy divine rest. Rest on every side. Rest in your home. Rest in your career. Rest in the name of Jesus. Now, I want us to pray for the voice of God. The voice of God. And I would say God spoke from the cloud. I said, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Yeah. Now, the prayer I want to pray is, I want to pray that from today, God himself will advertise us. Do you know God can advertise you? Do you know God can announce you? Do you know God can affirm you? And that was what God did for Jesus. He advertised him. He announced him. And he also affirmed him. <laughs> that is what some of us need. That is what some of us need. <laughs> do, do you know, if not for God, look at, look at if, if you read the book of Matthew chapter 1 very well, you discover that when, when Joseph was planning to divorce his wife, his, his pretended wife, Mary, the Bible says the angel of God appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, that woman is conceived of the Holy Ghost, don't send that away. And that was the only way Joseph would not do because the Bible says Joseph was already planning to divorce her the following day. But God himself advertised and announced Mary. God himself spoke about Mary to Joseph in the dream. And that was the same thing that God did for Abraham. When, when Abimelech in Genesis chapter 20, if you read Genesis chapter 20 from verse 1 to 22 or so, when Abimelech the king took his wife, the Bible said God himself spoke to Abimelech. Abimelech was a Gentile king and God appeared to him in a dream and said, if you don't restore that man's wife, you are a dead man. And immediately, the following day, the Bible said that king was not ready to die. 
he, he restored Abraham's wife. In fact, when Abraham was living, he gave gifts to Abraham. And the Bible says Abraham prayed for him and his family and they were healed. What I'm saying is that God can announce you. God can affirm you. And God can, well, can advertise you. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God. And say, Father, from tonight. Father, from tonight. Let your voice come out concerning me. To, for, for announcement. For affirmation. And for advertisement. In the name of Jesus. I want you to pray. I want you to pray and say, God, Lord, speak on my behalf. Speak on my behalf to my helper. Some of us, there are helpers of destiny that God needs to speak to. Some of us, we have people in our life that God needs to speak to on our behalf. If women beings speak to them, they will not listen. But they, they, they need to listen to the voice of God. And when the voice of God come out to them, they cannot do otherwise. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, on my behalf, on my behalf, speak oh God, in the name of you, let your voice come out on my behalf, let your voice come out on behalf of my family, in the mighty name of Jesus, let your voice come out on behalf of my children, in the name of Jesus, for advertisement, for affirmation, and for, and for announcement, Lord mention my name to my helper, God, it is possible for God to mention your name, your name, your name, your address, even your location, it is possible for God to remind somebody about you. Oh God, arise on my behalf. Speak on my behalf. Where I cannot speak, where my voice cannot reach, Father Lord, speak on my behalf. For affirmation, for announcement, and for advertisement. In the mighty name of Jesus, let, let, let your voice speak on our behalf, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I pray for you tonight. If there's any other voice speaking against your life, every voice from the wicked, every voice from, from your background speaking against you, voice from your foundation speaking against you tonight, that voice is silent in the name of Jesus. Malika Patusa Lord, let your voice swallow up every negative voice speaking against us. In the name of Jesus. From tonight, O oh God, announce us. In the name of Jesus. Advertise us. Affirm us to our helpers. In the name of Jesus. Every negative voice spoken against our life, spoken against our family, spoken against our, our, our progress, Tonight, let them be silenced forever. In the name of Jesus. Let your voice begin to speak on our behalf. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. And lastly, before we round up, I'm going to pray for visions. Apart from the fact that we need God to speak to us and speak on our behalf, we also need to begin to see the visions of God. Visions of God. Visions of God. Visions of God. I pray for somebody. God will begin to show you himself. In the name of Jesus. You will begin to see heaven. You will begin to dream of heaven. Everything is not, not you know, if God bless us, God, you know, whatever we want God to do for us, most of the blessings are limited to this world. But there is a vision of heaven that God can reveal to us. There is a vision of the things of God that we can begin to enjoy. Visions of God. Visions of God. Visions of God. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, open my eyes to see the visions of your glory. Ah! I want us to pray that prayer very well. <laughs> Lord, open my eyes to see the visions of your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want to see your glory. Moses prayed that prayer and God showed him his glory. And Jesus also prayed that prayer and God revealed glory unto him. Let's begin to pray and say, Father, open my eyes. Oh, I want to see the vision of your glory. Open our eyes. Let us begin to see the vision of your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we want to see your glory. We want to see your glory. Manifest your glory unto us. Manifest your glory unto us. 
manifest your we want to see the visions of heavens we want to see the visions of your glory oh god in the name of jesus manifest your glory unto us in jesus mighty name we are prayed and lastly before we round up i want us to pray this prayer we are going to crown to god and say father every veil of darkness that the enemy has used to cover my life <laughs> You know, the reason why many people are not seeing visions, whether visions of God, whether visions of His glory, or whether visions of good things in their life, or whether visions of things God is doing, is because the enemy has covered them with a satanic veil. For Paul, <laughs> that veil was removed before Paul started seeing the visions of heaven. If you read the book of 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, you will see how Paul was taken to the third heaven. If you read it from verse 1 to maybe verse 8, God himself took Paul to heaven. He saw the vision. In fact, when, by the time Paul came back, Paul said most of the things he saw, he could not describe it. He could not say it. He could not share it with people. They, they were so deep. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, every veil of darkness covering my life, every veil of darkness covering my family, every veil of darkness covering my destiny, let it be removed by fire of Holy Ghost tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Now remove them, remove them, remove them, remove them by fire. Remove them by fire, remove them by fire. Remove every veil of darkness in the name of Jesus. I want to begin to see the visions of heaven. I want to begin to see your vision for my life in the name of Jesus. Remove every veil of darkness. Remove every veil of darkness. Remove every veil of darkness. In the name of Jesus. Every veil of darkness that cover our mind, that cover our spiritual eyes. Tonight we pray. Let that veil be removed by fire in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Almighty Father, we thank you for tonight. We worship your name and we give you praise for what you have done in our midst. Lord, we say be glorified in the name of Jesus. Father, we are praying, O oh God, to see your glory. Lord, open our eyes to see your glory in the name of Jesus. Let our life be ended up with your glory. In the name of Jesus. Every darkness that has taken over our life by the light of your glory, let them vanish tonight. In the name of Jesus. From tonight, O oh God, let your voice, let your voice, let your voice for affirmation, for announcement, for advertisement, even for acceptance, be released on our behalf. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every negative voice contradicting the, 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 the promises of God over our life. Every negative voice speaking against our progress. Every negative voice speaking against our family. Tonight, oh God, let them be silenced in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that as we go in the journey of this week, let your presence envelop us. Let your glory envelop us. Let us begin to see the visions of heaven in the name of Jesus. Every natural law that is ending our progress, every natural law that is against our life, tonight let them be suspended in the name of Jesus. By the power of your glory, by the manifestation of your glory, let those laws be suspended in the name of Jesus. I pray for comfort for every one of us. Let there be comfort in the name of Jesus. Your word says, I will increase your greatness, Psalm 71 verse 22, and comfort you on every side. I pray, oh God, that you will comfort us on every side in the name of Jesus. Let us begin to enjoy divine rest in our home, in our family, in our marriages, in the name of Jesus Christ. If there's any area of our life where the enemy is hiding in order to operate, Father, we pray that by your divine light, you will reveal them and you will swallow them up in the name of Jesus. 
Almighty Father, we thank you because of answer our prayer. We ask, O oh God, that as we go, let your presence go with us. This week we pray that your face will shine upon us in the name of Jesus. In this week we shall enjoy your, your peace. In this week we shall enjoy uncommon favor in the name of Jesus. By the time we return next week, we shall return with testimonies. Father, we thank you because of answer our prayer. Lord, we give you praise and we give you honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If you know that this week you will see the glory of God, shout hallelujah. I want to thank God for every one of us tonight. Because we shall begin to...